Hey, welcome back to Digital Discussions Unfiltered. This is episode number four and today I wanted to share a conversation with you that I had with the lovely Charlotte from Blether, Blether Digital. She is a guru in all things influencer marketing and small business so I invited her on to the podcast to share all of her knowledge with you and my god she has a lot of it. So in this episode we talk about everything to do with influencer marketing and small businesses including things like where you find influencers, how to find the correct influencers because I think there's kind of this misconception that influencers do a certain thing and I think some people that I know have had their fingers burnt in the in the past and so they're a little bit apprehensive about working with influencers. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this conversation that we have. Uh, Charlotte touches on some really key points and also shares a couple of action points at the end if you're looking to start working with influencers um, and the easiest way you can kind of go about that. So yeah, enjoy. Okay, so hey Charlotte, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on my new podcast. It's very exciting. So excited to have you here. I'm very excited to be here. (laughs) You're one of the first guests. I'm absolutely buzzing about it. That's quite an honour, to be honest. (laughs) No pressure. I know. Um, (laughs) Cool. So, um, as you're one of the first guests, I kind of come up. I've kind of come up with this idea that I would like uh, guests to introduce themselves in a minute or less. So literally, kind of your life story, who you are from birth till now, um, just about you in a minute. And if you go over the minute, there's a bit of an incentive, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> But if you go over the minute, I just ask that you donate at least £5 to the charity Mind. It's quite an important charity in my in my mind. Um, and yeah, it's just a bit of an incentive. But do you feel like you're up for the challenge? Yeah, definitely. I mean, my debit card is ready and waiting. Because <laughs> I'm not good at being concise, but I'll try my best. Cool. Let's give it a go. Okay, so I'm going to put a timer on. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, as ready as I will ever be. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Ready, go. Okay. Hi, I'm Charlotte. I was born in Manchester, but I now live in Glasgow. I've lived here like most of my life. I am a copywriter and digital marketer, and I specialize in helping small businesses make the most of digital marketing using stuff like influencer marketing and just really focus on helping them build communities. Um, outside of work I really like airports and food which is probably the most random combination that people never really expect from me (laughs) keep going you've still got 25 seconds left oh my god I can't think of another 25 seconds worth of stuff (laughs) I panicked I was like I have to keep it short but yeah well done. Well, <laughs> you did it in a 
about 35 seconds. So that's Probably flew through that. <laughs> that reminds me of my first ever networking event where I wasn't kind of prepared to do a 30 second pitch and they went, you've got to get up and talk about yourself for 30 seconds. And I went, oh my God. Hi, my name's Lorna, blah, 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 and just sat down again. I don't even remember what I said. I think I would faint if someone said that to me. <laughs> it was honestly, it was next level nervousness. Cool. So um, essentially, I wanted to talk to you and I invited you on the podcast to talk about influencer marketing in the small business space, because I think it's one of those things that a lot of people kind of, some people see the value in it, some people don't, some people are scared of it, some people are kind of scared to get ripped off, if you like, I think. Mm -hmm. And you're just a bit of a pro at it, I think. And (laughs) So I just thought, who better to talk to? So I guess the first kind of question that I see crop up a lot is kind of how can influencer marketing actually help small businesses? Yeah, and I think that's something like like is a fair, like a completely fair question for businesses to answer because it is quite misunderstood at times. Like I love influencer marketing. I think it's so, so underrated. And I think it can be beneficial in a lot of ways. So, for example, some of the campaigns that I've put together in the last kind of six months, um, they've all been like gifting based campaigns. None of these have been paid. But so, for example, one helped one of my clients get coverage in a national newspaper because um, the influencer created this really beautiful photo that got picked up by like the interior section of a newspaper. So they ended up getting featured. I think it was like the Sunday Times or something. And yeah, like the businesses I work with are tiny and would never be able to afford like advertising and those kind of um, like publications, but they got in there just because they sent a print to an influencer who created this really beautiful photo. I've also had campaigns that have like tripled my clients' Instagram followers. I've had ones where they've launched new collections and they've sold out in less than 48 hours from the back. I think it was like seven influencers they worked with and they sold out an entire collection just from gifting to those influencers it's such like a great tool for building awareness of small brands online and spreading the word about what you do I really really believe that partnering with relevant influencers can help you reach your target audience and help build like a really engaged loyal community around your business Yeah, that's a really kind of valid point, because I think, as you say, like, with a lot of kind of small businesses, I think, without having that advertising budget behind them, then they wouldn't necessarily get that reach on a normal day or through kind of other avenues. So having that kind of influence, so that that really helps. Um, Just to pick up on something that you just said about uh, having relevant influences. So I think, for me, that's probably one of the, the stopping points for small businesses, because I think, you know, how can you tell who's a good influencer and who isn't and who's actually going to be a return? Because obviously you just touched on kind of gifting and and paid. And obviously there's kind of two sides to that, to influencer marketing. So I think maybe there's there's two questions in there. There's kind of um, <laughs> what what's what's the difference between gifting and paid? Obviously, there's it sounds quite 
you know, Ronsil does what it says on the tin. <laughs> yeah. Maybe let's maybe let's just explain that. But yeah. um, also, how do you how do you pick out the the good eggs if you like? Yeah, I think that's the really kind of fundamental thing with making influencer marketing work. So, um, just to start, I'll talk about like gifting versus paid, um, because that can kind of be a stumbling block for a lot of small businesses um a lot of them think you need to spend lots of money to get all these big celebrities to talk about their products but that's not always the case well yeah because that's the thing isn't it you see I think you see the likes of Kim Kardashian and mm. Kylie Jenner and they're kind of sitting there going well you know you pay me a million pounds for a post on Instagram <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. it's um, not gonna happen for Jenny's at a kitchen table is it Do you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like these influencer collaborations can work in a lot of ways um but the main thing I always emphasize there should be some sort of mutual value exchange it might be products or like an experience or it might be money um it kind of depends on the situation or the influencer like I said you don't need to spend big money to work with influencers but if you do have your site set on like these huge online personalities then you kind of have to accept that if you want like guaranteed coverage from them it does often come with a price tag but that's not always the case um there will be like the right approach that works it might be gifting or um events or brand takeovers or like affiliate schemes there's so many different ways to tackle it and it's worth remembering that brands who work with influencers aren't just getting like brand awareness and coverage they're also getting content that they can use on their own channels as well like if you agree this with the influencer beforehand and that can be a really valuable asset so for example if like um you're not great at taking photos but you know you need better photos you could send products out to an influencer and then they will take great photos for you because that's what influencers do they create content and then you're kind of (laughs) getting that without necessarily having to hire a photographer and you're also getting like the added benefit of utilizing their audience too god that's such a good point because I think (laughs) people kind of don't they don't see that do they and I think there's almost kind of this um I think when I kind of hired some influencers when I worked at um another small business a drinks company and we were kind of I was doing the outreach and it was quite hard because it was kind of hard to see it from both points of view because obviously the brand almost doesn't kind of it's almost like I wouldn't say they don't value it but they don't see the value in it as much yeah it's hard to kind of attribute like a tangible value to it I think that's what makes it different like difficult because it is very hard to measure how influential someone is because someone could see a post on Instagram and they might not necessarily buy the thing then and there but then like when they're in the supermarket they might see the same product and be like oh such and such talked about that so I'm gonna buy that now but the brand can't necessarily say that directly came off the back of that person's Instagram post or anything like that like it is it's a hard thing to measure like there are ways to measure it but general awareness is so difficult to measure and I think that plays a part in the misunderstanding surrounding influencer marketing yeah I agree yeah because I think like on the same kind of stance I feel the same way about kind of newspapers and stuff so every kind of corporate that I've worked in I'm like I don't see the value in it because I can't 
I can't tell you what you're getting off the back of it. Whereas for me, yep. digital marketing, I can literally say, if you spend a pound on that, you're going to get two pound back. Yeah, it's definitely a lot more measurable than traditional media. And I think it's kind of a mindset thing and like helping people understand the differences and the similarities between the two. Yeah, and I think, and like on the flip side of that, I think I'm kind of memories back to when I worked at that drinks brand, it was quite hard to kind of, almost not convince the owners or the the business um but it was almost kind of you know it was it was hard to say you know can we send a hundred pounds worth of product out which you know doesn't doesn't really cost the business a hundred pounds does it yeah margins and things like that but to the to the influencer I'm like yeah but they're worth so much more than that because like you just pointed out if they take great photos it probably would have cost you a couple of hundred pounds in a photographer yeah so in the grand scheme of things sending that amount of product out as a payment is almost a bit of a kick in the teeth yeah definitely and I think like sometimes it does kind of depend on the influencer you work with like some are more than happy with that and I think that's fair enough because a lot of them are just kind of doing it for the love of it um I think realistically the most important thing is is again that mutual value like both parties have to be getting something that benefits them to make it worthwhile sure and in terms of kind of how you would go around how if somebody is listening and was like okay maybe influence marketing is the right thing for me how where do they even begin like how do you start to find these people what what do you look for like how do you know what I mean like how do you how yeah. do, do you start what do you do <laughs> so the first thing that I always 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 say to people who want to get started with influencer marketing is that you have to realize that the number of followers someone has doesn't always directly equate to how influential oh, they actually are 100%. How? <laughs> yeah we can't say like, this enough, can we? Yeah, so many people are like, oh, they have 100,000 followers. I should send my product to them. I'm like, okay, they have 100,000 followers, but they all live in Brazil and they're not interested <laughs> in like your product at all. It's like, okay. They're never so... going to come to your spirits. Exactly. Like, exactly. Vineyard in the North. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like engagement is always the most important thing to look at with influencers and you need to look at who is actually engaging like you want to see that an influencer's audience no matter what size it is aligns with who your ideal customer is so I always recommend that clients start off by looking at who their existing customers are and their audience and just kind of see if any of them would actually work as potential influencers um sometimes that works actually really really well because you know that they're already a customer and it kind of makes sure that they're in line with your brand values and ethos and if you can't really identify anyone within your existing audience um, take a look at who your existing audience already follow and see if they've got any specific influencers or even just like people on social media you have to kind of throw out this idea of the stereotypical social media influencer like you are basically just looking for people who people listen to on Instagram and that's not always the type of person that people traditionally view as influencers 
So I always say that like the most important things to look at with prospective influencers are who follows them? Is it your ideal audience? Who engages with their content? Where's the audience based? Is that in line with where you sell? Do their brand values align with your brand values, which is hugely important? Um, is your content relevant to their content and your ideal customers? And if they already kind of work with businesses and promote products and things like that, how do those partnerships get received? Do they get ignored or do they get lots of positive engagement? And is it from the type of people that you want to be reaching? I think um, a lot of businesses don't necessarily realize that sometimes when bloggers are like posting these brand partnerships a lot of the engagement comes from other bloggers who are kind of just trying to get on that brand's radar or they're just like wanting to support a fellow blogger and sometimes these people might also be your ideal audience um that would be ideal but sometimes the it's not necessarily the most authentic engagement it might be like part of a comment pod or that kind of thing like it's so important to do your research oh my goodness I think you've literally just compacted so much information (laughs) in about two and a half minutes I'm so out of breath now (laughs) (laughs) so there was a couple of things that I pointed out and actually tried to jot down while you were speaking um so first off you said kind of look at your customers so you know that they've already purchased from you that is yep I I think it's actually a very valid point because a lot of people wouldn't even think to look there and like you said it's not necessarily about numbers it's about how engaged an audience is and somebody that just has a voice so I think that's almost kind of touching on the term let's get termy and geeky on micro influencer so we're kind of looking at looking at you know somebody with yeah they might only have 5,000 followers but actually if those 5,000 followers engage in every single thing that that person does and they're just kind of a super fan rather than sporadic kind of oh yeah that dress is nice or do you know what I mean so yeah I think that's quite important um and then lastly just kind of what you said at the end there with comment pods and all of that kind of stuff because the blogging community although sometimes bitchy um I've found personally (laughs) Um, I would agree yes (laughs) um can actually be quite there are a couple of kind of really lovely communities where you can kind of say you know I've put this post up you know I need my engagement and I think that's really important to kind of touch on that sometimes all the engagement isn't truly authentic so that's yeah there's some really good kind of points to think about there from from a brand's perspective and in that you really do have to do your research. It's not just a case of that person's got 100,000 followers on Instagram and, yeah, their engagement rate looks cool, but actually it's just about checking out, are they? is it real engagement? Is it, or is it kind of forced, if you like? Yeah, it's, like, all about making sure it's relevant. Like, no matter what, you have to make sure there's, like, a connection between you and your audience and the influencer and their audience it's about like making sure that everyone is like that again that mutual value exchange thing that goes for the audience as well like you need to make sure that the audience are getting something out of the content be that like 
information or education or it might be entertainment or it could be something like you give an influencer a discount code that they can then share with their audience like that's something that the audience get from it too like when you're thinking about how the collaboration is going to work it's so important to think about how it benefits the end audience as well because realistically that's who you're trying to reach yeah it's crazy to think that how much kind of you you do have to think about and you do have to consider in yeah order definitely to, to get the right type of people and in terms of kind of I know we kind of touched on it a little bit beforehand but in terms of what an influencer can bring to the brand is there kind of anything I think because you've just picked up on kind of affiliate links if you like um, and discount codes and that kind of thing so is there do you kind of have I guess a list of (laughs) things that (laughs) things that would benefit the brand like what can and can't an influencer do yeah um again I think it comes back to these like false expectations that surround influencer marketing like there will be a lot of cases where an influencer will talk about something and especially the bigger ones like they can talk about something that can sell out instantly but those are the very like rare cases it's amazing when it happens um but a lot of the time yeah when those moments happen I'm like oh my god yes this is amazing (laughs) let me email that client right now (laughs) but um that's not always how it works out um direct uh, sales that can be attributed to an influencer aren't always the main goal um yes it's brilliant when it does happen but it kind of depends what stage of the business that you're at um what stage the influencer is at and how the kind of collaboration is taking place so a lot of the time it might just be like a case of brand awareness or growing your social following or kind of utilizing their audience to grow your own it's like borrowing their audience to get your message out there which is great um but like I said it doesn't always result in sales but say you're further down the line with your business and you are at a point where you've got decent brand awareness and you're trying to convert them into actual paying customers a huge benefit of working with influencers is the idea of social proof So if you think about when you buy things online and there's like a review section, so you sit and you read through the reviews to see what other people actually think of the product and kind of decide like, okay, this person seems to have had the kind of experience that I would like to have. So I'm going to trust in their um, like user generated content and I am going to purchase this product it's kind of like that I think that's maybe a very good way to view influencer marketing it's kind of like word of mouth reviews and referrals just on this very social scale if that makes sense like that <laughs> yeah. kind of the angle that I always approach it from it is about providing like social proof and showing people or other people are invested in the brand because sometimes that's what people need they want to see that other people have used whatever the product is and trust it 100% I think that is that kind of um herd marketing if you like it's that kind of FOMO and and (laughs) 
if if a lot of people have got something or want something, then more people are likely to want it, aren't they? So exactly. yeah, that hundred percent makes sense. Um, cool. I think I think from a small business point of view, I think we've we've pretty much covered <laughs> almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you'd agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I could easily talk about influencer marketing all day, <laughs> every day, but I think that's probably like the basics and like the main things to look out for coverage I would say yeah I think I think for me it was just I think it's just quite important because of kind of the the people listening to this it's kind of I can see that it it could be quite overwhelming and I think day to day I see tens if not hundreds of comments saying you know someone's either had a really bad experience yeah they've sent products and had nothing back which I think kind of touches on the point of gifting and paid because I, I essentially if you if you gift some something to somebody there is no you know you can't accept you can't uh what's the word I'm looking for um expect anything yeah. to be posted whereas you've kind of for me I think you know I I did um a podcast about uh websites and, and reasons why small businesses should have a website and mm. I could feel myself getting a bit irate, but <laughs> <laughs> but there was it's very much kind of in in my mind it should be treated as a business, and if you want to be seen as a you know of substance and you want to kind of have an actual business, then you've got to be willing to treat it with you know like you've got to spend money on it. You've got to. Yeah. It's not a hobby, and so I think that's kind of a similar fact with influencer marketing you kind of you've you've kind of got to give out to get back you can't just kind yeah, of expect exactly. free um, definitely and so yeah I think we've covered so much and I think I can I can kind of tell that it's going to be it's quite an overwhelming subject isn't it and I think mm, unless you're kind of in it and you're kind of in the nitty-gritty of it then it can be kind of whoa where do I start but I think we've given people some you've definitely not me you've given people some good places to start and some good things to kind of crack on with so yeah um one of the things for me with these episodes is that I really want to make sure that people kind of have something to go away and do if this is something that is of interest to them so I know we talked about it before um kind of coming up with some action points that people can go away and do so that they move their business forward especially if they're kind of looking to but influencers is there anything that you could recommend yep okay so the most important thing to do is go and map out your ideal target market look at the type of content that they consume online so who produces it why are they interested in it and what value does it provide and from there use that information to start kind of investigating influencers who are relevant to your business and your target audience and follow them that way you can start like getting an idea of their content, how they work. You can kind of observe how people engage with them. And most importantly, you can start building relationships with them. I think to really make the most out of influencer marketing, it's so important that you do build relationships with the influencers. 100%. Yeah, like 100%. there's been there's been situations where I've had a client that has gifted one thing to an influencer and then they were invited to an event and at the event they spent over 300 pounds of their own money on products and they continually post about this business they 
share the stuff that they've bought they continue to buy they are still a loyal customer at the end of the day yes influencers are like marketing platforms they are tools that you can use to build your business but they are also like customers they have the potential. yeah beings. exactly yeah. They, have, they have the potential to be a loyal customer as much as anyone else does so those relationships are crucial and it's kind of just that thing about just treating people correctly isn't it treating them with respect yeah. I'm not being funny like I, I think we I had a conversation with somebody yesterday and I just said like at the end of the day you might be thinking everything is kind of b2b we were having that kind of conversation I said but at the end of the day they're just human beings they're just yep. like you and me so there's no as you say that kind of relationship building is so important definitely the whole like underpinning of influencer marketing is relationships between the humans it is how people discuss and recommend things and the fact that people are more likely to trust recommendations that come from a person as opposed to like a tv advert like that's the whole thing yeah and it's it's a person that you know whether they're an influencer or not like the people that are following these influence they've built that kind of relationship up with the influencer because at the end of the day like I think you have to respect that influencer or not they've not they've not kind of got a hundred thousand followers for doing nothing although yeah exactly someone's someone's opinion (laughs) (laughs) but regardless of what they're doing whether that it's you know a youtube channel or instagram whatever they're doing and whatever part of that whether it's sharing their daily life or sharing makeup videos whatever it is they're still doing the work to get the audience so you have to respect the work that they've done exactly there exactly Cool. Okay. So I think that gives people a really good starting point to if they want to with influencers. Um, I'm going to leave kind of questions open. And when I kind of promote this around Instagram and Facebook and all that great stuff, I'll be sure to tag you in everything and yes, let people definitely. Kind of comments. Um, but I guess to round up, I just kind of want to say thank you so much for your time. Where can people find you um, if they want to work with influencers and they need your help? Where can they find you? Socials, website, all that kind of stuff. So if you want a hand with influencer marketing, then the best place to find me is blitherdigital.co.uk or I'm on social media at blitherdigital. Or if you kind of fancy just more like life content, basically cats and food, um, you will also <laughs> find me on social media at by Charlotte Ann underscore. Fabulous. Do you want to spell out blether? Just oh, yeah. I was going to say that's probably a good idea, especially <laughs> with my my weird accent so it's b-l-e-t-h-e-r and it basically means like a friendly chat so it's like a scottish slang term for a friendly chat i always wondered what it meant you don't know that (laughs) yeah i forget i forget that not everyone knows what it means because i think (laughs) everyone's like (laughs) yeah because i've had like a few people who've been like from the north of england who know what it means i'm like oh everyone must know what it means but no, <laughs> it means like a friendly WeChat. So yeah. Fabulous. Well, thank <laughs> you so, so, so much for your time and your knowledge. Oh, thank I'm sure you for having me. Everyone's going to find it really, really useful. Because as I say, I think it's just one of those overwhelming subjects. So mm, Definitely. Hopefully this can kind of open the conversation, start the conversation around influencers and why they're not, you know, the bane of businesses' lives, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, Charlotte, and enjoy the rest of your day. You too. 
Thanks.